0: Bienvenidos y welcome to the Biz Bruja podcast where reclaiming our powerful intuition, our sacred medicina, embracing our magic and healing ancestral patterns invoke powerful creations in our own well-being, our lives, familias, community... And our businesses, remembering that our businesses are so important at this time. I'm the creatrix of this blogcast, the biz bruja herself, Vanessa Codornu, a modern day bruja, fourth generation psychic medium, clinical hypnotist, energy healer, and soul biz mentor and coach. An Argentine-American who started reading adults at 16, became a professional intuitive at 22, and now guides, creatives, intuitives, healers, and entrepreneurs to break through fears, connect to the practical power of their intuition so they can serve the world powerfully.
1: Hello, everyone. Bienvenidos. I am so excited to be here today una with a magical woman that I've been seeing online, and I've been so excited to connect with her. In fact, yes, we're doing this podcast today, but we're going to catch up another time because I want to know who she is, and I know that you want to know who she is. So please, everyone, welcome Nancy Marmalejo. Hey, Nancy. Hello. Hola. Hola, everyone. And before we get into this conversation that I know is going to be spicy because we got to talk about all the things, ancestral aging, which is much better than we all thought, Uh, business, of course, and all the good things. I want to share her bio because she's really something else. So Nancy grew up in a family business, got her start as a bilingual educator, and today's the owner of a successful coaching, speaking, and training company. She guides leaders, founders, entrepreneurs, managers, and executives in their leadership personal branding, and communication skills. She's known for her ability to connect with people with their authentic messages and innate strengths. Dubbed the soul mama of personal branding, Nancy has over 100 media credits to her name and has taught her techniques to NASA, Microsoft, Blue Origin, nonprofits, coaches, various leadership conferences. She's very active in organizations that support women of color in leadership roles. And Nancy lives near her Oakland, California, near Oakland, California, when she enjoys collecting art, gardening, and exploring the outdoors. Nancy, que vida más linda. What a full life you've had. I love my life. Oh my God. No lie. I love my life. Thank you. So you grew up in a family business, but did
2: you know that you wanted to be a business owner? I just knew that I've always been pretty strong-willed. And so if you're a strong-willed person and you're creative and you have ambition and drive, you really kind of have to be an entrepreneur because it's you. you, we call ourselves just totally unemployable once you've really reached that point of being an entrepreneur. Although I did, you know, I worked for my dad. Um, I I loved the fact that I had leadership um, opportunities from a young age. I mean, from the age of 14, I was like, you know, My weekends were gone. I had to go work for my dad, and then as a teacher, I was in education for 15 years. Uh, But there was always something in me that wanted to do my own thing. And what I found for myself was that entrepreneurship is a is as much a creative expression for me as it is a good fit for being strong willed. (laughs) Um, hello, you will not be strong willed, right? We're
1: just not going to be able to do it. I remember somebody was like you're too strong-willed, you're too creative, you know, you trust yourself too much. When I was in corporate, I was like, really, I trust myself too much? Um, But those are things that no one is saying to me in my own business in a negative light. So Nancy, you grew up in this personal business, You know, I mean, family business. Were there any like ancestral patterns? I wanna look at the ones that are limiting first, and then I wanna look at the ancestral gifts second that you feel like your dad had to break through or that you had to break through to be who you are today.
2: I'll tell you, I can only speak to my own journey. Right. And I love that you're asking me about ancestral patterns because I didn't realize there were ancestral patterns happening until I had somebody else reflect that back to me, you know, through a reading and through, you know, psychic and intuitive work and, you know, going through some past life things, because one of the things that I can say You know, I'm the grandchild of immigrants on both sides of my family and struggle has was always a part of it. Yeah. People did not the time that my grandparents immigrated to this country, they didn't immigrate here because it was like, everything's awesome in Mexico. Let's go to the U.S. It was like, we got to get the F out of here. And there are things happening. And I'll same on my dad's side of the family, there were there was war, there was strife, there was, um, you know, economic hardship. and And going and finding out that that hardship and struggle and things not coming to you the easy way that was that was imprinted in my DNA and and I didn't even realize it because it's like you know the fish doesn't know what water is I didn't know because I was so immersed in it that it wasn't it wasn't for real, unless it had an element of struggle to it. Mm-hmm. Speak on that, please.
1: Cause yeah. I totally relate to you. Yeah. I was always overcoming so many things that I had to, like always overcoming. Like that was my story. The one who rises all the
2: time, no matter what, I'm going to make it happen. And it got old. Oh yeah. I got a little addicted to the badge of honor. Getting awarded to me all the time. It was like, and here she is. She made it through adversity. And it's like, it's me again. It's me again. And then it's like, why do I want that to be my story? Like, why can't it be easy? I look over at some other people going, gosh, something in them makes everything happen really easily for them. So that was a really big insight, a real big revelation. And it's something that I have to look at to this day. You know, am I doing something the hard way because I feel like there's some sort of honor in that? or am i am i good with ease and flow and that is something that i've i've learned to accept and i've learned to call forth and i mean it, i like it i mean I'm, don't don't get me wrong i'm not afraid of the hard work and and i don't mind getting rolling up my 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 sleeves and getting into the the grip but i think there's a difference between um, being the like a victim or experiencing the consequences of something and being proactive. So if I proactively say, I'm gonna dive into this thing, I know it's a challenge, but I'm it's exciting versus, oh shit, here comes that thing again, one more struggle. So I, I'm, I'm becoming much more cognizant of how struggle shows up in my life. I
1: love that you brought that up because I know that I find that in my clients so much, we're doing ancestral hypnosis healing or ceremony is the area, and I was born in Latin America and I came here as a little kid. I didn't really learn to speak English well until I was nine. Now people don't detect it that much, but I was very like, how are you? You know, Because my mom passed away two years ago. I mean, and that's cute. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying that I was bullied, that if you just hear me speak now, you might not know that I have the immigrant experience. I was talking to my husband, he's Kurdish and Turkish, and he came here at 30. He's like, you don't know what the immigrant experience is. I'm like, babe, I don't know yours. I can only speak to mine, the one who had to figure it all out, because my parents were speaking the English, okay? And then, even though I didn't have, like, let's say the colorism, like racism, I had some I had privilege there, the not speaking the language and not knowing the systems, which then turns into, I have to work so hard to prove myself, at least for me. And isn't it great? I feel like I don't have to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that you don't either, that we get to a point where we've already <laughs> done so much that we can just show up and just woo, be ourselves.
2: Yes. Yes. Reaching that maturity place there you. before we recorded, we were both talking about how life, life gets better as you get wiser. Yeah. And I love, I love the wisdom years that I'm in right now. There are things that I'm realizing, things I don't worry about, things that I, I have, It's like, whatever you go trip on it, not my worries. Uh, It feels so good to, to be in that place. But yes, there were times of that um, needing to prove, you know, I've, I've been in this online world and the coaching industry for 20 years now. And when I first started, I called my business GOMATRE coaching. I I read about it back then. Yeah, there were no Latina coaches, no Latina branding. And people in the coaching world was very, very white dominant. And um, it was quiet. It was more like therapists and very, you know, kind of, I I mean, I'm stereotyping, but it was more of that, you know, kind of that quieter thing. And I kind of came out with this, "Ah, hey, here's a bright logo. And I'm, release your inner loca and comadre coaching. Oh my God, I and love you. come on. Oh, people were like, except Latinas were like, yeah, our voices are heard. And then all these folks in the coaching industry were like, I just remember this one person said, <clears throat> she's like, it, it seems like you're speaking in code. And I was like, well, actually I am, and you just don't get it. No, but you know, it's like, I wanted to elevate Latina wisdom and our indigenous wisdom and our folk wisdom and our grandmother's wisdom to the same level that everyone was elevating the Dalai Lama or Zen masters or the Tibetan monks or whoever, but all these people, it was like, you're looking overseas and i'm sitting here in the united states saying this it's like you're looking beyond our borders for wisdom when we've got rooted wisdom here that's been here for generations generations i mean i did my dna my dna has been on this continent for like 20,000 years i've been around i'm here i'm grounded i'm rooted in this continent you know i mean i got things from other places but i know where i who i am and where i come from and i wanted to elevate that wisdom And um, and, you know, I see it now, like in the next generation, I see brands coming out that are, you know, carrying the baton and they may or may not know who the hell I am. But you know what? I feel really grateful that I was able to be at the, the forefront of it. Girl, you are the GOAT. You are the OG and we
1: love you. And that's why I was like, I got to have her on the show and we got to talk because thank you. I just want to thank you on my behalf, on everyone's behalf. And all of the Latina loquitas who are now feeling confident to put up their bright ass logo, (laughs) right? Because you were at the forefront. And thank you for that. And I really, really mean it. Like I'm getting teary eyed right now Mm -hmm. because you were there probably by yourself and, you know, raising that flag until everybody kind of woke up. And now everybody's like, you know, just rushing at it. But we also have to honor who's been there before. At least that's what I feel. Um, I love that you wanted to bring the indigenous wisdom, which brings me to my next feeling thought question, which is, you know, what are some of the ancestral gifts you brought forth in your work? We focus a lot sometimes on breaking these patterns, but what are we tapping into? What did you bring forth, do you feel, that
0: was your don, your gift?
2: I think one of the things that I bring forth, and, and this definitely goes into ancestral wisdom, is the whole concept of medicine and what medicine means to Native people. And it's not, you know, it's funny because I, I would tell people like there's, you know, if I was doing messaging work, I'd say there's medicine in your message or what is your medicine? And and there were some people who were uh, more European based culture. And they said, I don't understand why you have to keep bringing up medicine. What does the pharmaceutical industry have to do with this? So it's like, ah! all right, come to the chalkboard, children. We need to have a little conversation. <laughs> love it but that is that you know and now today it's just funny because there's just things that you know you talk about it a long time ago and people ignore you and overlook you and then i'm like okay i'm just not going to have that conversation i'm tired of beating my head against the wall i'm just going to live it and then somebody comes out with it like five years ago (laughs) everybody's like oh that's so smart that's so great and then there's a bunch of us raising our hands saying yeah we were saying that like for decades but it's all good and, and so I, I like to look at it in that sense that, you know, when we talk about our gifts, when we talk about our purpose, when we talk about that thing that we do well and that purpose that we have here, there's a there's a medicine to it. It it has a ripple effect of good. It affects other people, it impacts, it heals, it brings about, you know, if you if you teach, you are helping people open their minds to transform and to grow and to spark new ideas whether you teach formally in a classroom that was my first career or whether you you you're a trainer which I do now you know i see that 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 moment where somebody goes ah that's a form of medicine you know and then there's the gifts that you bring your your ability of sight and your your ability to feel beyond what's seen and that is medicine and you help people find their medicine and walk it in the world. I think that is probably one of our greatest ways of, of just continuing on with ancestral wisdom.
1: Mm, I love that. I'm have chills all over. Oh, I love it so much. What was, what do you, I mean, you've shared a couple of things. What was one of your biggest challenges? I mean, you've already shared some, right? The addiction to the struggle that you were like, what are the new in the forefront? So you had to keep teaching and educating.
2: You know, it's funny because it depends on, you know, sometimes life and business intersect. And for me, having a business has been probably one of the greatest personal growth tools I've ever had, because I got to come straight up to my stuff. I can't hide. I can't send it to somebody else. I can't Quit the job and find another one. It's like I'm I'm here with me and I got to face stuff. And you know I think there are those those there's those components of us who always ask ourselves you know who am I to be doing this, or you know so and so does it better. They're not going to take me seriously. Or that per that one person said no to me. Therefore, everybody must think I suck. I mean it is like all of those little things that I had to come up against. And then the great part about it is I got to see, well where else in my life is that showing up? Where is that showing up in my relationships with my family? Where is that where was that showing up in my interpersonal, you know, relationships, friendships, um how I talk to myself, how I take care of my body. I mean, all of it just interconnect. So I'm very grateful for the Business Being that that big gateway to to amp, to look at all these questions.
1: Hmm, I love that. I, I feel that it's been personal growth and also deepening like spiritual path. Yes. You like wouldn't think to connect spiritual path with a business, especially back in the day. But I think that now my business has challenged me. To overcome these mindsets of oh, spiritual people don't do this, right? But it's like, well, girl, you out there now. You're gonna put lights on the temple. You're gonna or the hut. Or are you gonna wait? Everybody to look for you in the mountains. ¿Dónde está la right? So you gotta put the lights on. and be like, I'm here. And you got to share your message, which holds your medicine, right? Yeah. As you were saying. And so, what is something that, as a branding expert, as a branding bruja, Medicine woman. Oh right. my Branding gosh, Branding I love Branding what you just told me. Medicine woman. Yes, let's, okay, so the Branding Buja medicine woman, Um, what would you say to people who are listening to you right now, who want their business, who are, because tra- you know, the last two years, so many Latinas and Latinos have totally like just doubled down and reclaimed and done healing work like never before right like just like never before and a lot of them are like well how do i make that leap and how do i build my business and how do i do this
2: just even one little tiny tip i mean you've shared so much already but yes i, think that's
0: well, hard, yeah. I
2: want to qualify something because here's what's really interesting because i'll do this work with independent business owners but i also do this work in the corporate world and so I go into large organizations and I work with mostly the, the BIPOC professionals on personal branding. So our Black, Indigenous, people of color. So our Latinx, our our Asian American Pacific Islander allies, our, our Black and um, Afro-Latino. I mean, and as well as our, you know, people who are running the business, you know, and everybody... Bumps up against the same thing and it's that whole the first there's a couple of things actually it's not the one, but there's one of not really believing that we're as awesome as we actually are. Mm. So I Like oh, no everybody can everybody can do that that's not what's so cool about me because my the greatest part of my job is I just get to help people understand what's cool about themselves. Oh, I love it. It's like, this is what's cool about you. And one of my clients, she had this exercise that she calls, you know, 10 reasons I'm the shit and you're supposed to write out 10 reasons. And I'm like, oh, I love that. That's pretty much what I do with people. It's like, I help you, re- I help you figure out how you're the shit. I, love it. I, I don't say that on my website. I'm just going to say it to you right now. But so there's that piece of absolute refusal and denial. And a lot of it is because culturally we might be, um, told to be humble don't brag and the other part of it is scared don't stand out because the ones that stand out are the ones that get it you get know off, yeah and and not in a good way you know so so we have enough you know racially uh charged violence in our history to know that to stand out ancestrally can be terrifying for someone's like no 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 one of my ancestors was, was burned at the stake, was lynched, was killed, was assassinated. And so there's plenty of reason for people not to wanna to stand out and claim what's great. So we go through, I mean, I don't do that healing work on people, but I create a safe space and, and a kind way of letting somebody absorb it in in a culturally um, informed way. And so as soon as somebody says, no, 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 I can't claim that, I will follow up and just say it is safe. And here's how we're gonna make it safe And so my, my curriculum, my process, it's, it's around being safe, being in a place of trust, being in a place of authenticity and, and just going from that place. And I think that's what differentiates it from people who might say, you know, this is what you do. You, you say it this way and you look them in the eye and you shake their hands and you raise your voice and you walk in the room, like you own the room. It's like a few folks have a, other steps they got to take before they can get to that point
1: you know absolutely absolutely um i agree with you because even for myself um i didn't come through my work through working with corporate i worked in corporate but my work was more like i grew up in a spiritual household doing limpias at a young age readings and then i just served community because the brujas that i saw the current didn't charge not really and so I just kept doing that work on the side and I didn't know what was amazing about me. Right. So I'm doing hypnosis in my 20s. I'm doing energy healing. But that's my side thing. And then at a certain point, I got laid off three times in four years. right? Working in media and things were happening and companies were you know, ending and selling out in New York. And everybody's like, Vanessa, do what you do, do what you've always done. And I needed that time and I needed that space to understand that I was safe. Right. And we need to be heard and we need to be met where we're at. Because then it becomes spiritual bypassing.
2: Yes. Just be positive.
1: Just get out there and be, wait a minute, let's cry right now and shake a rattle because my ancestors crying inside of me and I'm terrified of being seen or I'm hiding my body. I don't want anybody to judge me or, or whatever it may be, right? Like we all carry this. So.
2: That's where diversity, equity, and inclusion steps in. This is meet me where I'm at and understand my story and understand that my path to where I am is going to be different than the path to that other person and how they got there. Some some people get into these, like let's say I'm talking to my corporate clients. There's somebody who has the their boss has the job because their dad knew somebody and got them the job. And this is the person who you know grew up in poverty and went you know got a scholarship and you know all these different paths to get there you know or or with my entrepreneur clients you know s- same thing it's like well my parents let me live at home and gave me money to start my business versus i i had to i had to like work two jobs and start my business and raise a baby and all the things you know and and so it really like the We may all be sitting around the same table, but how we got to that table, and some people are really treading, you know, their legs are moving really fast, treading water (laughs) that we can't see to stay where they are. We don't know another person's journey. And that's a really big part of what I do in the branding work is because it's about storytelling. It's about storytelling of who you are and how you got here and how that, that struggle is actually one of your strengths or how that life experience informs you in a leadership skill that nobody could learn any other way cannot learn this stuff from a book. And I really want people to have an understanding of all that they bring to the table by looking at themselves their history. um, You know their ancestry their ties their lineage. It's exciting.
1: Oh my God. So exciting. I know that we have a hard sub coming up soon. So, but, you know, we're going to continue this conversation because Nancy, as you know, I've reached out to you before, like I want to be part of this and then I didn't do it yet, but it's coming. Um, Anything else that's on your heart
2: before we close for today? I do. I have, I have some, I want to tell you like my big thing of the last, like my biggest opener as far as like manifesting things or having a, just an awesome life. And it, it is, um, forgiveness. Mm. And what I, what I, I used to be really, I mean, I still am, I'm focused on gratitude, but I think we, we sometimes talk so much about gratitude. We don't offer anything else and gratitude in my world. It's like, it's like those nice, relaxing stretches that feel really good after a long day. It's like, Oh, this feels so nice. And forgiveness is like, okay, yeah, you're going to hold a three minute plank, get down on the mat. And I'm, Oh, I don't want to do it. I'm quivering. I'm going to fall. And I do fall. I can't do it. 45 seconds. I'm done. But there I have been working forgiveness in a big way over the last couple of years. And as a result of that, and I, I I mean, this is as scientific as I can get the direct correlation is the more forgiveness work I do, the more cool stuff shows up in my life. Yes, Whether the opportunity my business is better my finances are better my home life is better there's something big and one of the things I do notice is that some people will focus on external things. Even in this brujeria world, like, oh, if I make up, put a candle over there, then I don't have to look at my stuff. I'm just going to put a yeah. candle over there. It's like, put the candle there and look at your stuff and go there. And it's, and we're not all, we're not always as awesome as we think we are. We got some stuff that we need to work out. And I have had to work out some major forgiving people in my life who've hurt me, um, who've traumatized me, and forgiving myself for either blaming myself that it happened or forgiving myself for being a part of whatever process, you know, was related to it. Huge, 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 huge. I just, I could do a whole show with you on that, but that has been my, that's like my spiritual practice is intense forgiveness. And it is, it gets easier, but the first few times it it just like kicks your ass. Thank you, Nancy. That's
1: so, I'm so glad that you brought it up. And you're like, I got to tell you my big thing, because we do tend to run a run to gratitude when we haven't done that deep work. That's something that's part of my hypnosis work. And there are people who come to me and they're like, no, I've already done the letter. I've forgiven already. I already told them to their face. I'm like, please let me do this work with you in hypnosis. And they go and they forgive, they release. And then suddenly the weight that they held on starts to go because they've been already working out and doing the thing or the shifts happen or whatever and it's something that i think brought me the love of my life right and i've loved many people so if any of you are listening to my past loves i loved you too and i still love you but you know there's a love of your life too sometimes it comes up later in your life um and then the business and then the visibility because i held i was very hurt by people who leveraged their corporate careers into the spiritual space and suddenly were magazines overnight, though they really weren't practitioners, but co-opted my words and things like that that have happened to me. And that was and it hurt me also being, you know, when you're younger, bullied or whatever, like that happened to me with my with my language. And when I forgave it really fully, that's when Telemundo came around. That's when Univision came around. That's when I, I wasn't taking it personally anymore. And I was also more careful about who I
2: worked with. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I'm so glad that you made that, that you mentioned that. And also it's not a one and done. I mean, it's every day. It's like, what do I have to forgive myself for today? Oh, that's what I said to myself when I saw myself in the mirror and I didn't like something or, you know, for maybe not pausing long enough to let somebody finish saying what they were saying. I mean, there's like all kinds of little things. But it's an ongoing thing. I, I'm so glad we get to talk about this. And I I'm it. I this is exciting. This has been a fun conversation. I like it. I want to do this you. again. Yes, Nancy. Thank
1: you. And I know you gotta go. Tell me where people can find you before we ha- we have another conversation. Where can they find you now? And is there anything that you want to share with the audiences that they could
2: join or follow or anything? Well, you can go to talentandgenius.com Um, all one word, talent a n d genius.com that's my main website at some point it's going to become nancita.com because that's just more me uh but at the moment it's just like i got too many things on my plate to go and rebrand and start a new website so talentgenius.com and just just look me up on instagram i'm b nancy marmolejo and i am not like I'm, I'm not, I'm just like one minute you might see my garden and one minute you might see I'm running a class that you might want to join, you know? So I'm, I'm very, uh, natural and in the moment when it comes to social media and I like it that way. And, um, on my website, there is, uh, I do have this thing. It's a download. It's called 10 message starters. But what's really cool about that is I actually take that whole, um list of different ways to talk about yourself and i do like half day corporate workshops on that i have private coaching clients we go through that so it's a nice little thing you could do on your own um and and if you ever want to have a cooler experience with it there's always ways that you can contact me and learn more about working with me or joining a class or something
1: i love it thank you Nancita. encanta you're here yay yeah. Thank you, everyone. Gracias por estar con nosotros. Follow her. She's even cooler when you talk to her. Like, you were cool online, girl. And now I'm looking at your beautiful face and your beautiful light. And I'm just so happy that we're here on this planet at the same time. Gracias a todos por estar con nosotros. Y por favor, sigan a Nancita, siganme a mí. And keep shining, keep flowing, and
0: keep working nuestra medicina. Bye, everyone.